It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping in a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. Hackers, how's it going? <laughs> Gangers and hackers. Should we set the scene? What's your scene? What's your um recording scene look like this tonight? You know, you know, my recording scene looks a little bit like um a cloudy sky, not a lot of light coming in the room, very dim lit guest bedroom, nursing my daughter, um, with some new highlights. That's all. <laughs> Did you say it with some new highlights? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what are they you are, feeling? Right? Are you feeling like a new woman? Like do, you just of. swiped your virgin hair card. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, I feel great. I feel like I can just like I have this new energy and this new like go-getterness about me. Like, all right, okay, okay, here we go. That's what know. blonde you know and bleach. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I've been getting highlights since I was in fourth grade. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> Is it addictive? You've been getting it since fourth grade. Oh yeah. It's it's oh, not. No. I mean, I didn't I didn't color my hair <laughs> uh, like for eight months, nine months, and that was my record. Here, I grew up with a father that was like, "When are you getting highlights? Your hair is super dark." Like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're all about the hair in my fam. That's amazing though. Okay, so I got it done and I was like, okay, give me the most low maintenance. Like, I obviously want it to look a little different. I'm going to pay you money for it to look different. Can you hear Mo? Can you hear me pouring wine? Let me pour wine so you guys can hear. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I could hear it. Yep. Sounds beautiful. Um, I wish I was pouring wine right now. I got to go to church after this. I'm actually drinking. Dr. Pepper, which is a part of my heck no, but I'm still doing it anyways, but it'd be great. It's about to be the most TMI heck no ever, but hey. <laughs> okay, wait. So you love the highlights. Huh. How long did it take? Yes. I used to work in a salon for three week, three years. So guys. it took me so. three hours, but I also, uh-huh. so I had the highlights done, but I also was like nursing and keeping a baby happy the whole time. And I had it, um, I had my face framing bangs trimmed up some because they had grown out a ton. And then I had um, my hair kind of trimmed just a little bit. And then my layers kind of fixed a bit too because they had grown out a ton too. So I think three hours isn't three bad hours. at all. That's mm-hmm. not bad at all for a cut and no. color. Wow. Yep. And she styled it and washed it. And it was just, oh, it was a beautiful time. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, I mean, it looks so good, Megan. Just the touch of color can really change. It can change like your whole mood. It really mm-hmm. can. You just feel brighter around the face. Yes. And you can take on the world. I mean, Avery's not going to be able to get off of you when he comes home. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I FaceTimed him afterwards and he was like, God dang, I got to go two more weeks with you looking like that. And I was like, well, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> You're like, yeah, all these, all these hotties, all these hotties in New Mexico going to snatch me up. <laughs> please no please don't because snatch me up in new mexico basically means kidnapped yeah actually snatch up does not sound (laughs) 
Please Someone don't. was like, in my, in my Instagram DMs, I had like posted a story about how I've lost, like I used to be 20 pounds heavier, guys. I don't know where the weight was and I don't know how I lost the weight like fully. I don't really know, but I'm just keep doing it. And Someone was like, yeah, I noticed you've been looking snatched lately. And I was like, okay, I'm into this snatched verbiage. I'll play into it. That's a new thing, isn't it? Saying, like, I need to look snatched. I mean, yeah, I think, like, I Why mean, don't I sound I'm, like an adult saying, that's a new thing, right? Did you say that before? <laughs> I'm into making words words that aren't actually with a meaning. Like, I love okay, doing true. that. Yeah. So, okay, you want to tell them about the butt? About the what? <laughs> the butt. Oh, the butt on our mics? <laughs> Is it appropriate? <laughs> okay, guys. It, well, you can decide when you're editing this if you want to keep it in or not. See, so you can you can decide the appropriateness <laughs> level of this. But our our mics here have four different, like, levels or things you can do. One is, like, two circles, and that means it's gonna it's good for, like, two people talking into it. And another one. Anyways, good. the one we need, the one yeah. we need to yeah. have our system set on. Looks like a butt. Um, it looks like a butt. We don't need to know the names of any of these. Like I've taken many no. audio production courses and I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know the exact terms. All we know is the one we need to be on is on the butt. It's the butt. <laughs> and we were trying to record this podcast yesterday and we were having tech issues. And I was like, Megan, I'm in the butt. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> And then we were like, yep, we're not recording today. We can't, we can't record today. <laughs> so there we are. I'll set the scene for me. I'm pretty dim lit. I mean, it's because all the lights in my room are just, they're not sufficient for past 4 p.m. Um, so I'm feeling very dim lit. Um, I, I have some red wine from my election party I had um, five nights ago. So it's a little flat. Um, <laughs> Screw this. <laughs> it's a little flat. You know, I wasn't expecting this to be red when I poured it. Um, but its name is Josh. And I'm just drinking Josh tonight. So the wine's name is Josh. Is it really? It's... It's. I think it's a J, J O S H. Hmm. Josh Sellers. Shout okay. out to Josh Sellers. Um, <laughs> is, is it happening? This this podcast is gonna be funky. <laughs> um, and then I have some. You know, have you seen those cheese it grooves? Those crunchy yes. snap cracker cheese it grooves. Okay, why? Oh, yeah. And I got that sharp white cheddar, and I've been putting off opening them. But I figured this would be appropriate time. So this whole time, the whole past seven minutes we've been recording, I've been putting myself on mute and chewing. (laughs) I was going to say, wait, you've been eating while recording? These mics are really good. Wow. (laughs) Because these mics pick up everything. I'm like, it's going to sound like you're in my mouth. So (laughs) I... So I, you know, at me and smiled at that. She can't even because she hears her god mama. She hears a god mama. (laughs) But today we're gonna talk all about travel stories. Yes, the dreaded travel stories. 
travel Which, story. If we're being honest, probably haven't happened for a whole ton of people this year. So this will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, this will be nostalgic, you could say, yeah. for many. <laughs> but first, uh, Meg, what's your heck no? Um, I'm going to do my heck yes first because my Go heck for no it. is tragic and just very detailed. So my heck yes is The Great British Baking Show. I am a big fan. Um, it's all I watch nowadays, mainly because it's one of those shows where it's interesting enough that you're into it, but you don't have to focus hard on it the whole time. And you don't have a hard time turning it off when you like need to go to bed and stuff. So it's great. Also, I've noticed so that it's all really so- sorry huh. about the focus thing. It's really just something to fill silence because you don't like silence. I don't like silence. And it's very mm-hmm. silenced out here right now. With I just- think this is a deeper thing we need to dig into. Oh, no. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Josh. Get rid of Josh. <laughs> um, well, and I also have always liked competition shows. I just always have. But the cute thing about the British Baking Show is that they're all so sweet to each other. Like when you see American Cupcake Wars or whatever, they're like out to get each other. Like Stacey's because it's, it's American life, and it's like the worst thing ever. But like when someone has to leave and when someone wins, because every week they like have to get rid of someone, and then someone gets Star Baker for every like week or challenge. And they always hug the person that got star challenged and they always clap and they're all smiley and happy. And then when someone leaves, they all get up and they're crying and they're sad. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they like seriously invest in each other's friendships while they're there competing against each other. It's so cute. So that's my head guess. <laughs> or, or the sinister side in me is like, you're on public TV. You just don't want to look like that person. That's not, you know, that's not happy. You don't want to look like the sore loser. But, you know, seeing the best in people, they probably do get attached to them for that however long they're – I mean, I've never even seen this show, so – You've got to. It's great. You were a hair virgin, and now I'm a British baking baking show. show virgin, so – Yeah, a a BB – you know, BBS kind of virgin, so (laughs) I don't know (laughs) – Okay, what's your heck yes? (laughs) Um, my heck yes is that things are going so great for me and I (laughs) shout it out. (laughs) No, like truly like my life is everything that I've asked the Lord for. He has just abundantly overflowing, overflowingly given me. And part of me feels like I just ripped him off or something because I should have been praying harder for these things that he's so generously given me. Does that make sense? Like, it's like, I totally make sense. You're like, gosh, I didn't spend enough time with you. Like, why are you giving me all of these things? Yeah. Uh huh. No, it really is. I was like, I, I didn't even, I mean, I mentioned that to you like at the end of a prayer one time. And it was, I mean, he's wholeheartedly delivered every single thing. And I, the way I pray, I really am specific. And I always say, Lord, I'll be specific if you be specific with the signs that I need. So, and he is like every time, like I tell him that because I am always moving so fast, I need him to be specific when he's trying to tell me something or when he's trying to signal that I need change in some sort of way. I need him to be so specific and so clear because in turn, I will make clear decisions for him 
Right. You want to be able to follow him, but in order to follow him, you need him to be clear and concise because you're just going a million miles an hour all the time. Mm -hmm. And he knows my heart. I mean, he know he created me. He knows that. I mean, we work together so well. (laughs) And so that's exactly what he's been doing this past, you know, past year. And it's crazy to think that last year at this time, I was trying to make a decision if I was going to move to Los Angeles or not. And I was devastated a year ago because I wanted to move to DC. And I was like, you know, well, it's only a year in LA. And now a year later, I didn't do a year in LA and I'm in DC and I'm, 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 I mean, I, there's no word for it. Everything I'm doing right now is what I could have never, it's, it's over what I've dreamed for. And it just shows that I need to expand how to dream. Like I need to expand my dreams because my long-term, oops, sorry, I just dropped something. My long-term dreams came true in less than a year. Like true. True. Like, you know, like, True. wow, I yeah. am not giving God enough credit for the work that he can do. I'm just not. Right. So right. that's the best thing in the world. And I think part of me is thinking, am I, am, why, am I waiting for something to go wrong? Right, right. You're like, is this too good to be true? <laughs> right. Like I wake up and I think, is this a dream? Is this vacation? Like, I don't is what am I doing that what if I am not aware of what I'm doing right and then I stop doing that thing and then things oh my gosh you're so in your head I'd be so in my head too (laughs) yeah I am a little bit in my head but also it's like being this good in this exactly exactly and I know I put in the work and I'm like if this is the outcome for putting in work heck I can't, I mean, who I'm going to be six months from now is like the dream woman that I've always wanted to be. Like, you know, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. But um, I'm shifting that mindset. I shouldn't be expecting something bad to happen. That's the opposite of what I mean. I keep rolling forward and Jesus will con- right. continue to keep delivering and Mary will continue to keep hugging me every single second of the way. And so here I am, guys. Here I am. Living her That's best my life. guess. Heck yes, oh, well, Jesus. Do you want to say your heck no first or is it tragic too? Because I don't really want to follow up that with my heck no. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll say my heck no. So <laughs> I'm nervous for your heck no. You're, you're I'm nervous for that. <laughs> so my heck no is that my, okay, my dad, this is Saturday night that we're recording this. And my yeah. dad calls me Friday night and he's like, oh, are you going out tonight? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, I'm just working. He's like, Oh, really? You don't have plans? And I was like, no, dad, don't have plans. Um, Got to work. And he was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, so- sounds good. And I know he's in Arizona right now. And whenever he's in Arizona, he's always going out with different ladies. Um, and so <laughs> then then today is Saturday and he calls me this morning. Yeah, like you going out tonight? Who you going? Like anyone picking you up? Like where are you guys going? And I was like, once again, dad, um, don't have plans. I am working all day. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Can we stop with the whole you have more plans than me thing? Like, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like, I get that you're more popular than me, but we need to just level this out and understand that unless I tell you I have plans, I right. don't have plans. So, <laughs> so don't ask them. 
<laughs> and it's not like I'm an extreme extrovert, but I can't have fun if I have work to do because right. I'm thinking about the work that I have to do. So, right. I mean, it's a season of hustle and a season of saying no to social things. And I'm totally fine with that. And it's, I don't have FOMO, but I know that my leisure, my choice of leisure is hanging out with people. Right. And right now I don't have really a choice of leisure and that's totally fine. But yeah. it's not that I don't see people. I mean, I had a big party on Tuesday night, but it's just like, you know, weekends are time for me to catch up and to also work ahead. Right. So here I am. That's right. my heck no. But also like love that kind my dad called heck me. Yes. Oh, I know too. it kind of, you know, <laughs> it does kind of feel like a heck, heck yes, but also heck no. Cause like, you know, he keeps asking if I have plans and I'm thinking, should I have plans? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like should I be like, like I I don't like yeah I like dating and I like going on dates but honestly I don't have time to get to know new guys right now I just don't right right so but at least you know that and are aware of it and are honest with yourself and I mean you're saving the guys that you would be hanging out with right now you know what I mean yeah like being I mean considerate of them yeah, I had a date scheduled last Friday and I felt really bad, but I was like, dude, I'm going to be that girl that cancels because I honestly, I need to get work done. And he was like, okay, right. totally understand. We never met before and I haven't heard from him, but I'm just like, it's okay. Like I, if the Lord right. is going to place my husband, <laughs> like the person I'm supposed to be with in my lap right now, like that's a mistake because I don't have time to give him attention. He'll come back if he's right. the right guy. <laughs> like, that's, that's true. No, it's true. Like I don't, yeah, I don't have any desire or any attention to give someone attention that is worthy of what they deserve. Right. If that right. Makes sense. No, it totally so, does. Season huh. of life. We all well, go through it. But what's your um, devastating? Heck no, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> so. Okay, I'm just going to set the scene. I'm not even going to give any like, so apparently this happens. So I went to the food court on base a couple days ago, and I got a Philly cheesesteak sandwich and some fries and a fat Mr. Pib because I crave Dr. Pepper all the time. It's my favorite. And then walked Carrie to the park, and we hung out um, at the park for a bit, and she absolutely loved it. She was outside, and it was sunny, and then we went on a swing, and she loved that. And then I was like, you know what? We're in a good mood. She's hanging out. I just fed her at the park. Like, this will be great. Let's just go get our grocery shopping done right now, too. So, like, the food court and the park and the grocery store are all, like, within the same five minutes of walking from each other. (laughs) So I go to the commissary, (laughs) and we're doing our shopping. We've gone up and down, like, four different aisles. And when I shop with her, I just bring our stroller. So she lays in the top and then I put the food in the bottom. So then I, one, can't buy more than what I need because I have limited space. And then two, don't have to like carry loves laying in the bassinet top of the stroller. Everyone's happy. It's great. So we've gone up like and down like four different aisles. We've got like half the things on our list and my stomach starts seriously bubbling. And I'm like, this is not good. And you know, when you know, like I need to go to the bathroom right now or it's not going to be good. Like, if yeah. I try to put this off, it's not going to be good. It's now or never. Uh-huh. But then I'm thinking, I'm having this crisis moment because I'm like, my groceries are in my stroller and my baby's also in my stroller and I need the stroller to come into the bathroom with me, but you can't take your dang groceries into the bathroom with you because that's considered like shoplifting, right? <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do? Do I take the stroller to the bathroom and park it outside and 
oh, I can't hold Carrie while I'm crapping my pants. Like, how do you? Oh my gosh. Uh, do, I stack, do I stack my groceries outside of the bathroom door? Do I like? Do I ask? I someone, would literally ask a mother, like, real quick. Can you? I'm having a crisis. Well, so, I need you to wash my groceries <laughs> right now. So, well, so what I did was because we were on military base, I was like, you know what? If someone wants to come at me for shoplifting or whatever totally fine come at me for shoplifting I will show you everything like, I'll be honest I'll open up all my bags you can see everything but I've got to go now or it never so I take the whole stroller and I go into the freaking bathroom someone is taking the stall that fits the stroller I'm like oh, okay so I used to be that person that took the biggest stall right because I was like oh handicap what I never oh, thought yeah. oh my gosh moms need this because it fits their strollers in that room it's not just for the handicapped person. So now I'm sitting here thinking, oh, this we is We need karma. more signs. We need to update these these signs in front right. of the bathroom. Right. Well, I'm thinking, okay, this is karma now for always taking the bigger bathroom thinking, oh, nobody needs this one. What about the family bathroom? We've talked about, there's we've none. talked there's about none. the toilet twice in two episodes in a row and it's right. fine. But like, I can't believe there's no fam bath. <laughs> I know. Um, and so I'm like, this is not good. And I had been holding Carrie too. And so I lay her down, which just, you know, really grinds her gears. And so now I've got this stroller with my groceries in the bottom of the car or the bottom of it, a screaming child on the top. And I am, my insides are exploding. And I'm like, wow, what a time to be alive. Like if this is motherhood, count me in. This is just really an adventure. Wow. And I'm like rolling out of this bathroom, like proud and glad of myself for going what I did and not like thinking, oh, I'll just like make it work till I get home because there's no way that would happen. Um, But also like trying to shimmy out without anyone seeing me and questioning like the apple cider and the zucchini under my stroller (laughs) and wondering why I just came out of the bathroom (laughs) with it. And I'm like, gosh, you were cooking something something up with that apple cider and zucchini. <laughs> I know, I know. But so now I'm like, what the heck? And so come to find out, apparently, um, Carrie's not having it right now. Apparently, pregnancy and giving birth can really mess with your digestive system and can make it really hard for your body to handle certain foods and things like that. My doula said she has a hard like time Philly cheesecake. No, like Dr. Pepper, probably, because oh it's soda and caffeine. And basically what happened was the same experience I have anytime I've tried to drink coffee. So I don't drink coffee because I'm like, that was terrible. And now I'm like, are you telling me that I have to sacrifice Dr. Pepper for the rest of my life? I, I can't. I don't know if I it's can one do or that. the other. It's either emergency bathroom or Dr. Pepper. So pick right. the poison. Well, and honestly, so Dr. Pepper is pretty much pretty much Today, poison <laughs> right now <laughs> oh well i'm drinking dr pepper right now so it'll come on before church happens if it comes on so um Jeez. yeah that was that was my heck no i was just sitting there laughing i was like that's honestly a major <laughs> heck no it's a it was a fat heck no and i was like this is what i get for thinking like oh let's just tackle the grocery store right now we're feeling great and alive and happy the so. thing was, it wasn't even Carrie. It was you with the issue. <laughs> yep. No, yeah. Carrie was fine, except for the fact that I laid her in the stroller. So she's screaming in the bathroom. My insides are exploding and I'm concealing, concealed carrying my groceries, um, which is like practically illegal. So, yep. It was good. You know, good just time. typical mother-daughter doing illegal stuff. I know. <laughs> just, you know, real bonding time for us. 
they're just secretly <laughs> shoveling in groceries in their mouth in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so, when yeah. we were younger, when we used to grocery shop, we would like sit in the cart and stuff mm-hmm. and we would be given like a chocolate milk and a donut and we would eat it in the grocery store while our parents were shopping. And then we would get to the register and they would just say, we've eaten three donuts and three chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's actually genius, though. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went to the grocery store as kids, my mom would she would be like, "Okay, you, since you guys did so well, like you can pick out um, a chocolate milk or something from back here." And then we'd start like picking out a chocolate milk or an apple juice or something. And she was like, "Actually, can you guys pick out a soda? They're a lot cheaper." So you know, like oh. the chocolate milk was like a dollar twenty nine or something. Well, the sodas uh-huh. came in cans on base, and you could buy like just a can of soda for like. 39 cents so she was like actually skip out on the apple juice and milk y'all go grab like sprites and fantas because it's a lot cheaper and there's a lot of you guys okay cool great it's like that's a good mom moment right there (laughs) we love that no i think that's that's a great idea yeah it's genius oh yeah feed the kids give them a treat while you're shopping and it's not going to be an issue. I mean, either everyone way, they should respect. Yeah, everyone has a good time. Either way, they should sit still anyway and be respectful. But, like, this is just a bonus for dragging them with you to grocery shop. So it's totally fine. This part right. of being family. Exactly. So, yeah, like, when we did chores, I don't know if we talked about this, but when we did chores and stuff growing up, it was never like, oh, you get an allowance, like, here's a barter. The answer was, you do chores. Ask why. Because you're part of this family and that's what you do. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, what you do you mean, why? Under this roof, so I don't understand why you're confused. <laughs> yeah, we're part of the – you're part of the family, aren't you? Okay, well, that's what we do. So you don't – this is not some barter you have a choice. No. You, yeah. you do it or you do it. You don't have an option. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love that. I honestly love the discipline I was raised with. <laughs> honestly, same. Very grateful for it. Because look at who we are yeah. now. We're disciplined ourselves. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah, love discipline. Love the word. Okay. Before we jump into um, some of Megan and I's, I just like totally stuttered. I'm like, Megan. Before we jump. Okay. Well, speaking of Megan, before we jump into our travel stories and then our voicemails of travel stories, Megan Ashley Styling, she's com. If you guys didn't look her up, last time we mentioned Megan, um, you should have. Um, It's M-E-G-H-A-N, Ashley Styling on the IG. Um, And truly, like, she's a personal stylist. She's Catholic. And she always says, like, when we have the right pieces in our closet that flatter our bodies and our personalities, we can elevate our time to what is more important. And give us that, you know, gusto we need to get through our day. A lot of times we're spending time like, what do I wear? I have this piece of clothing, but I don't know how to pair it with something. Or if you're going to an event, you're thinking about what you're going to wear, anxious about it, you know, hours or days before. Right. You know, whether it's just like whether you're a new mom with a changing body or a young professional trying to enter your field, having the right clothing will uplift your day and truly just make your life easier. That's, I mean, it's the best silent communicator to the world. And you know better than I do is like when you get up and when you feel good, you're going to have a more productive day. Yep. 
It's true. Well, and then the other thing too, even if you spent like all this time putting in an outfit together and then you're not happy with it, you've now wasted tons of time and tons of mind time, like mm-hmm. mindfulness towards just picking out an outfit and then you're not even happy with it. So you just right. lost double time. Whereas if you have the right things, you're just losing closet and you knew how to put them together, you would save time and you'd be super happy about it. And it would uplift your day. Like you said, so exactly. Megan helps you to win, um, but she's doing a starter pack special. So it's a video shopping consultation, including a closet clean out, three complete outfit recommendations in one month of text and email support. So you can go to www.meganashleystyling.com. Again, it's M-E-G-H-A-N and check her out. Okay, Megan, you have a, a travel story. I did, well, you know, every time I travel is a travel story, am I right? Um, so, guys, if you followed me on Instagram for, I mean, even just one year, you'll know that anytime I go to the airport, there's always an issue. Always. I've never gone to the airport and everything gone seamless. I don't think it's ever happened. And I've been flying, like, my whole life, so that's really bad luck. Um, I mean, I guess the most recent flying thing that I had was I flew when I was 38 weeks pregnant and pretty much told no one because, because, (laughs) because I mean, yeah, I did tell Cece, obviously Avery knew my doula knew because she was in California where I was flying to. So I was like, Hey, so if I like happen to go into labor while I'm out there, at least you're there, right? Like it'll be fine. And then we'll just have to fly Avery out and hopefully he gets there in time. So it's definitely taking a little bit of a, um, trust fall on Christ and my labor, um, like baby girl, but I had, I had to go guys. I I mean, California was just, you know, calling my name and I had a surprise engagement shoot to shoot. Um, so now as Carrie, she was cray. Yeah. What? Cray, but I was supporting it. Yeah. Cece was like, you're psycho, but I'm here for it. And I was like, thanks. And I'll be honest (laughs) on the way out, I was a little nervous and I was praying to God. I was like, God, please do not let her come while I'm in California. Cause I'll feel so bad for doing this and making Avery like fly out there like what does that even looks out right yeah like that's so terrible um but I deep in my gut I just knew I was like she's not gonna come in the next it was like a two or three day trip so it wasn't even bad um and I just knew she wasn't gonna come but the worst part was on the day before I left California my friend's mom was like feeling my belly and she was like that's a Braxton Hicks are you not feeling these and I was like no and she was like, you're having like Braxton Hicks back to back. Like, let's start timing this. And I was like, no, no, way. no, 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 I was like, no, Carrie, you are staying inside of me. We have a plane to catch tomorrow morning. Um, and it made me nervous because I was like, if I've been having Braxton Hicks this whole time her mom's been feeling my belly, I might be further along or closer to labor than I even thought. Because until now, I thought there were no signs of labor happening anytime soon. Um so yeah, that was my most crazy one recently, but so many, so, so many. many, so many, none of my flights ever leave on time. There have been like two times so far since Avery and I have been married. We've been married for one year now, guys, um, where he's had to come and pick me up from the airport and then drop me back off the next day because my plane was completely just canceled. Like I just, they just didn't want to fly that day, I guess. So, which blows my mind. You and I were talking about this. How can you pay for a time and a place, and a day, and everything, for a ticket for something, and then the airline can just go, "Mm, 
sorry, we're short staffed today. It's like, no, <laughs> someone I don't paid get for it. a service at a specific time and date to get somewhere because they have things, you know, like business and family and things to get to. And the airline can just say, mm, sorry. And then we're the ones that get called psycho and crazy when we're like, hey, I have to get there. And they're like, sorry, no. Like no other business transaction works like that. No other. And then they're like, yeah, um, you're going to have to just go tomorrow. Yeah. And then they don't give you it for free. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I should actually get it. Like, you should refund me half of it now. Right. When because the- otherwise I would have gone with a different airline. Exactly. Well, and the worst part too is, <laughs> so I'm not good at like standing my ground and fighting for something like that because it just happens over and over. So at this point I kind of just take it and I'm like, whatever, whatever. I'll just be your punching bag, American Airlines. It's fine. But when I try to stand my ground and I'm like, uh, actually I have a wedding I have to get to tomorrow. I'm the photographer. I swear they literally almost laugh. Like, oh, yeah, you thought you were important. But then the businessman in the suit behind me comes up and says, so I have a a meeting tomorrow at this time. I have to get there. They're like accommodating to him. And I'm like, "Um, I don't know what the difference is here other than that, like photography just is what everyone and their mother does because everyone has It's how you say it. But like, I actually am very important. This is one day that'll happen in this person's lives. They've trusted me to capture it. And I don't think you understand that I need to be on that plane with that guy in the business suit because my job and the trust that people have given me is just as important as his. And it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. So we'll see how 2021 goes with my seven weddings. (laughs) I gotta get to. (laughs) I swear airlines are getting flakier and flakier by the moment. It's all about how you say Mm -hmm. it. Like, okay, Tuesday, my girlfriend was picking up the Chick-fil-A order um, that I had for catering um, and they weren't delivering or whatever. So my girlfriend was picking it up. It was by her house before she came. I want to come to your party. And I Chick-fil-A? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, we had a whole spread, but I ordered, you know, I ordered the stuff and it was ordered for 530 and the party started at six. Mm-hmm. Well, Caroline, my girlfriend was still there at 615 with was waiting for the Chick-fil-A. And so I call them and I'm like, I had catering 45 minutes ago. We've been waiting for 45 minutes. This is unacceptable. And I was very polite. I was just like, this is unacceptable. We've been waiting for 45 minutes for catering. What are you going to do about it? And they're like, well, I can get my, I'm like, please get your manager. And so they get the manager and it's not even me being a Karen. That's unacceptable. I mean, we're waiting at the party for the food and what you're 45 minutes behind. It's chicken nuggets. What are you doing? What are you doing? I ordered the whole whole time into the oil and figure it out. Figure it out. Like I ordered this literally, this is just a scheduling issue on your problem Mm -hmm. on your plate because I ordered this 48 hours ago and already paid for it. What are you doing? So I call them. I'm like, you know, I talked to the manager. I'm like, please take down my number. I know you're busy right now, but please have this ready in the next five minutes. And then give me a call back tomorrow and let me know what you can do, do about it. Because this is outrageous. I was like, either add, give me a medium, add some more fries or give me a call tomorrow and tell me what you can do about it. You know? So they gave me a call the next day and they gave me $15, you know, back. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like that's outrageous. 45 minutes. Yep. This is why people are scared of you and not me because you hold people accountable. And I'm just kind of like, I mean, if you could do better, it'd be really appreciated. (laughs) No, we should hold people accountable because they made it was it was a business transaction. 
right. it's even like when I have calls with ladies, um, and I love, love, love talking to ladies on the phone, whether it's about the woman's school, whether I'm helping them with makeup, um, again, feel free to reach out. Like I will do 15 minute FaceTimes with you if you don't know what the heck you're doing with makeup and I'll tell you what you need and color match you and right. send you off with bling. But you know, when, when people totally blow me off, I'm like, I just tried giving you a call and I will hold you accountable and I will text you and leave you a message or whatever it is and just say, Hey, blah, 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 letting you know I gave you a call. Just to let you know, I do have you scheduled out and I do have meetings for the rest of the day. I really would appreciate if next time, just let me know that you can't make it. Um, feel free to reach out and we'll schedule again. Like, yeah, it's totally appropriate to hold someone accountable because I was respecting their time and therefore I, I expect the same in return. So yeah, it's true. You know, it's true. It, it's a human thing. It, it really is. And I think you're making people better when you do hold them accountable and do politely call them out because I mean, it, it really, it's just, it's just disrespectful. And I totally understand when someone has to cancel, but let me know then because right. I, right. Exactly. Know, and then don't call me back Ooh, 10 minutes like, later because I have a call in, in five minutes then. And then it screws that person's right. time up. They don't deserve that. Right. Right. That's not how that works. And it's like, what's the point of scheduling if you can't hold up your end of the schedule? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what the heck is the point of me saying, hey, your design project's going to be due or uh, the deadline is January 18th and January 18th rolls around and I don't reach out to my clients. And then later on down the week, they're like, so uh, that was due. I paid you hundreds of dollars. Like what? Like that's just not how it works. It's not. It's how not how it works. And even I mean, you signed a contract. Even if there's no contract contract signed, it's just a you know, it's just a phone call. But right. still, we need to hold to our duties, and we need to be women of our word, whether right, people exactly. are watching or not. We need to do that because that's being a com- That's being confident. That's being competent, and that is you know holding holding up. I don't know how to describe it. The um, deal almost. Well, and it's also, I just think of it like, do I want to be known as the person who's never on time, who never gets her work done, who doesn't keep promises, who isn't reliable, who isn't trustworthy? Like, no, I don't want to be that woman. If I do it once, okay, maybe there's an excuse. Maybe something crazy happened. Maybe the military took control of my life for a second Um, because it does that sometimes. But if I do it twice, like that's, it's done. Like, that's it. Like I need to figure right. something out on my end. I need right. to fix my schedule. I need to fix how much work I bring on. Like Chick-fil-A, if you can't get it done by then when we paid for it, don't accept my order. Like <laughs> don't you right. know? Right. And I felt so bad when I couldn't we have a mastermind meeting, Megan, um, I and two other ladies, and we yeah. all or three other ladies, and we all hold each other accountable to like things we want to do in our business. And I felt so bad because I just couldn't make it Friday. It was just like, I mean, I don't know what happened. I just, I had other priorities. I had to put things other, you know, prioritize. Um, And I felt so bad that I couldn't make it because I want to be a woman of my word. And I just think like Jesus was a man of order. He, I mean, I need to write an Instagram post about this because I feel like now that I'm thinking about it even more, it's like when you see a car that you like and then you keep seeing it and you're like, what the heck? Yeah. I keep seeing like the term, I'm such a hot mess. And it's like. I hate you that. need to stop flaunting that. Like I it needs to that. end now. Yes. Was Jesus a hot mess? He was a man of order and peace and clarity. Mm-hmm. We need that. If if we want to be like him, then we need to hold those qualities and right. we need to work for them and don't flaunt the opposite. 
because right. it's not cute. It's not cute to be on well, riding I feel a struggle like it's, bus. It's a way of excusing the fact that you you know you're a mess and you know it's not good, but saying like, oh, I'm just a hot mess. And like making that common, like common verb verbiage <laughs> um, mm-hmm. is like a way for everyone to just kind of excuse it and go, ah, it's so funny. Yeah, like, exactly. You're not happy with it. Don't rush You're not happy. Life. Uh huh. Exactly. It means you're not happy. It means, you know, you're not creating a peaceful home or like a peaceful work environment or you're not cultivating, you know, this environment that is going to help you succeed. Um, Anyways, I just, I just went on the tangent. Freaking honking because of the election. Like my main street is just everyone feeling the need to honk. Like, I can't hear it. Like so no sign. Can, okay, good. Like no sign, nothing. It's not like they're holding up Biden signs or whatever. Right. People are just obnoxiously honking and they expect everyone on the road to understand what they're honking about. Oh, yeah, that makes it's sense. Good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Okay, yeah. well, 40 minutes into this, maybe we'll get into our um, topic right. for the day. <laughs> so good guys we just have so much to talk about it's because Megan and I have been like saving up stuff to talk about I feel like we have been yeah okay I have a story so um well I forgot where I was flying from or to I think I was flying to LA or flying from LA to DC or whatever and whenever I say LA I'm just like I'm that girl that lived in LA for seven months like I'm that girl Yep. It's just weird to me. Um, yep. <laughs> I like, feel like that was never happened. Um, but when I was flying from LA to DC, which I did like two times a month, um, <laughs> I sat next to this – I know. I sat next to this guy that was a flight attendant. I didn't know he was because he was dressed in lay clothing. Um, and <laughs> that's the term. I sat next to this guy. And anyways, he like kept talking to me. And that's fine, but I had work to do and I kept putting in my headphones and he wasn't like enjoyable to talk to because he was sitting right next to me. So my neck was just like cramping the whole time. And, um, oh my gosh, I just remembered another story of a woman that I'm going to quickly say after the flight attendant. Anyways, he's like showing me pictures of his kid, all the things like, okay, yeah, like cute kid, you know? And then he's like, yeah, actually I have a free buddy pass. I would like love to put your name on it. You know, we could travel together. And I was like, he like said it so nonchalant. And I was just like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, you don't really know me. Like, we don't need to do the body pass situation. And he was like insisting, like pulling up his app. He can like do it online because he has free Wi-Fi, all the things. And I'm like, sir, like, you know, it. I am really – I am not your girl. I'm actually flying to see my boyfriend right now. Um, I'm just not. He's like, totally fine. Like, would still love to give you the buddy pass. And I was just like, sir, like, I I mean, that's very generous. Um, But I'm going to have to say no. I was like, I'm not really a loyal United uh, flyer. So... (laughs) But I was like, this man is looking for a mama for his kid and I'm just not it. And you're, you know, but, but that was interesting. And then another one was I was flying with three of my girlfriends to Charleston two springs ago and I, it was a smaller plane. So there was only like two seats on each side and there was this woman and I get chit chatting and that flight's pretty short. I mean, it was an hour and a half flight. So it's just like, you know, a hop, skip and a jump from Chicago to Charleston. And I'm chatting with her and my girlfriends are behind me doing work, but I mean, I have work to do too, but we just, you know, and, um, she's like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. He's in Tampa 
And um, do you want to see a picture? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she's probably like 40. Okay. And she's like, yeah, we met online. Like, he's great. We've only met two times, but like, he's going to introduce me to his children soon. But we had such a great time when I visited him in Tampa. Um, And she shows me pictures and she's like, this is when we were at a nude bar. And (gasps) literally, oh my gosh. Super nonchalant shows me a picture of her naked boyfriend with his thing painted like an elephant. They had, they literally did body painting at a nudist bar in Tampa. And I was not expecting that. It was, it was an elephant nose, Megan. No, I don't need to see a photo of that in my brain anymore. I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) I, I don't know. Like it came out of nowhere. And I was like, you know, I didn't know how to react. I'm like, I've never seen naked man, you know? (laughs) I was just like trying to hold it together and I was like oh that's so interesting like did you guys know you were gonna do body painting that day she's like no we were just being spontaneous and I was like oh gosh <laughs> ah, so fun <laughs> that's great Bye. I'm like yeah <laughs> and um and she's tell you know and and she gives she's an interior designer and she was we left the plane and she was like let me give you your number I know we both live in Chicago I would love to drop dinner sometime or you know have you yeah. over for a quick tea and brunch and I was like you know what Debbie I might take you up on that and have a great trip I will see you maybe soon and I never called her um so yeah just naked <laughs> naked photos of people's boyfriends just just I can't believe I forgot that happened I'm so I've glad never I remembered that story before so I don't think I've ever told I was so embarrassed for so long really? I mean I told my girlfriends that we were together on the trip and at, once we got off the plane and Debbie left I was like you will never know what just happened what just went down you will never and she had butterflies she had butterfly wings on her boobs oh no gosh yeah geez. Yeah. I didn't even know these things existed. Yeah, me neither, I mean, but now you know. So, hey, the more you know, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope I cultured you are a little bit more about these Tampa bars. Um, <laughs> but real quick, Catholic Sticker Club, let's go. Meredith is the bomb. Meg, you want to you wanna tell them about it? About the things? About all the things? About I mean, all the things. So, first of all, I just sent quite a couple Catholic sticker club stickers to my sister um, for her confirmation present because she is super artsy and she loves to put them all over her. Like, um, what do you call it? Oh my gosh. I'm looking at my laptop. What's it called? Laptop cover case thing. Um, and her water bottle and stuff. Cause that's like, I guess a thing that they do in high school, but whatever I do it to mine Such too. When I'm thing. an adult. So I guess it's just a thing you do whenever. <laughs> But we have a code. Heck I think it's a yeah. Catholic thing. I think it's a Catholic thing because it's so it's so fun to see who what stickers people have and like what their favorite saint is maybe or like a new mm-hmm. verse or like oh where'd you get that sticker? Well, like pretty much right. all of mine are from Catholic Sticker Club. So um, we have a code for you guys. Heck yes, all caps for twenty percent off site wide plus free shipping. And their Instagram is Catholic Sticker Club, and you can get a like what is it called like a sponsorship where you get it every single month what is that called subscription 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 
subscription. You can get a subscription. I love subscription boxes. I love yes. them. You have something for to look forward to every single month, and then you can do whatever you want with it. Like I have so many different stickers from Catholic Sticker Club, and anytime I have like a cousin or a sister or something that's getting confirmed or getting their first Holy Communion, I just pull the stickers out and I'm like, oh my gosh, which ones do I think they would love? And I send them their way. It's so fun and it's so cute and easy. So, Oh yeah. And what's really cool is they use different Catholic artists every mm-hmm. month to create the, create the stickers. So it's super intentional. And again, just supporting more Catholic businesses, which is what we love doing. Um, right. Okay. Should we jump into some emails? I know you've listened to them. I haven't. Yeah. So we need to jump into voicemails for sure. They're okay. so golden. I'm, I'm scared kind of. Okay. First, we're going to listen to Dana. Dana, here we go. Dana. Hi, Megan CC. My name is Dana, and I have a travel story for you guys. So I'm from a super small town in Michigan, and a few summers ago, my friend and I wanted to go to a major league baseball game before the summer was over. The closest team is in Milwaukee, um, and it's still a five-hour drive from our house. So we planned a whole weekend, and we go there, staying with our cousin, and we're running late to the game. And we're coming around, and we're like, what the heck? The stadium was dark, and there was no cars in the parking lot. So we're just like, uh, what is going on? And we just we assumed that the other person had looked at the schedule, but we didn't. And it turns out the game was away in Kansas City. So there we are sitting in the parking lot and she calls her cousin and her cousin was like, well, it's Wisconsin State Fairs this week, which is also in Milwaukee. So we Googled the concert and it was Rascal Flatts, which is one of my all-time favorite bands. So we hurried, went over to the fair, got in and went to the Rascal Flatts concert instead. So that was just my funny travel story. Be sure to always double check when things are so that way your plans don't get ruined it all worked out but i hope you guys enjoyed oh my word dana that might be the biggest fail (laughs) first of all how do none like neither of you look (laughs) confidence because trust in the system they're like "Uh, it's gonna they they traveled that far and it's just like Okay, but I mean, hey, they ended up getting a concert out of it, so that I know. actually worked out really well. That's such a blessing in disguise, because typically if I were to have done something like that, I would have been like, great, now I'm in this city where nothing's going on, I know no one, and yep, all right, cool, this has been fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've had some good times in Milwaukee. It was only like two hours away from where I grew up, and yeah. so there was... I'm not a rave girl, but there was this concert hall called The Rave, and we would go see, you know, the 1975 band there, like right. different indie, indie bands. And um, one time my friends and I went, and we all got a hotel room together, and our sheets had blood on it. <gasps> what? Blood, and there was glass on the floor. We're like, okay, I don't think we're staying in, like, that great of an area. And Milwaukee homeless people are super aggressive. Like, they'll stand in front of your car and won't let you Oh, move. my gosh. Um, but we had a great time. <laughs> but, you we know, good memories. That was high school. Like, our, you know, our, like, growing up, I feel like our parents all knew each other. So it was just like, oh, yeah, if you're with them, totally, I'm fine with you going. And right. so, like, kind of all the parents like that but in reality like where we like go is kind of sketch yeah <gasps> okay. carrie but, agrees you know, 
Mary agrees clearly. Okay, the next one is Anon, and you have written down exposed. So let's see what that oh means. Oh my gosh, this is the best one ever. Hi, Cecilia and Megan. So, okay, I just listened to your podcast about the Never Have I Ever, and so I wanted to call in. Oh, okay. Sorry, that was really weird. Um, <laughs> I have a travel story that's really embarrassing, really funny, though. So my family and I we went to Hawaii one year, and I picked up this, like, you know those summer dresses that could be worn as a skirt, but you can, like, tie it around your neck and untie it? When we were coming back, I broke the tie for the um, dress to wear it as a dress, and I was like, oh, it's whatever. It's just going to stay up anyway. And I fell asleep on the plane, and when I woke up, the dress had gone completely down and like my dress was just exposed luckily I was sitting next to two women who were really kind about it and I'm pretty sure they just kind of like nudged me a little bit to wake me up and I was like oh okay I was in the middle seat too so I was just kind of like I hope no one saw that yep that is my interesting travel story i forgot to say my name but i guess i'll just keep it on this okay i literally remember owning those dresses but never once did the straps fall off how terrible like okay. wouldn't you have hoped the women like would have woken her up and been like hey, you're or pulled it up for her that can too. we just walk that walk through this you're just first of all <laughs> i would never wear that on a plane because it's freaking cold on a plane right second of all because it's cold her, I mean, you just, you're I'm nipping. not going to go into it. You're nipping. You're nipping. <laughs> so, so number three, like you're just trying to take an innocent nap on your flight out of how Maui or Maui, your flight out of Maui, <laughs> Maui and Maui, Hawaii, you know, you're just trying to get home. You're innocent Catholic, probably innocent Christian woman you know, probably have a cross hanging from your necklace, something like that. And you wake up from, you know, these people are like, what, do you want a drink? Here's some pretzels. Like, buckle your seatbelt. And all of a sudden, your boobs are just hanging out. Like, what? <laughs> totally not what you expected. You were hoping for, you know, a little apple juice or, you know, I always get, what do I get? I get a, a ginger ale and some pretzels. You were hoping yep. for ginger ale and some pretzels, but you got a ginger ale pretzels and nudity. It's just not what you paid for. It's not what you paid for, you know? <laughs> it's Once again, these airlines, either they under-deliver or over-deliver, and clearly <laughs> they were just... When I was first listening to this one too, I was like, oh, she the strap broke off the morning of and she's now going to wear it as a skirt because she explained how you could wear it as a skirt or a dress typically. I mean, right. it kind of fit like that. So I was like, oh, she's going to wear it as a skirt. No, homegirl was like, I feel confident this will stay up. I'm committed. Which never happens to me with strap no. things. They never stay up. But I mean, and hey. And on top <laughs> of it, like, you know, because it has that ruching, you don't need to wear a bra with it. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, because, like, that ruching kind of flattens stuff down and, like, holds stuff in. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? No, nope, like, I, mean, I know exactly I, what you're talking about. 
Okay, that's how it can become a skirt because they sell this everywhere in Hawaii if you have a button. But oh no, you didn't because your flight got canceled. Sorry to rub that in. Did not mean to do that. But um, <laughs> yeah, you had that trip. Never got that money back. Oh yeah, that trip. Yeah, yep. that's mm-hmm. the one. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, that's a great story. This is the kind of content we're looking for, people. Like, <laughs> amazing. Like I was, I peed my pants a little bit the first time I listened to it because I was like, "There's just no way." There's no way. I mean, this is great. There's okay, the, way. the next one. The next one's Michelle, and I see a note here that just says "creepy guys." Oh, yep. <laughs> relatable. Let's, let's hear it. Hey, CC and Megan, it's Michelle from Chicago. I was listening to the podcast on Monday, and I heard you guys were looking for some good travel stories. So I have a good story for you guys from a couple years ago. So I was studying abroad in Austria with Franciscan University, and I had the wonderful opportunity to go to Lourdes, France, and serve in the baths there, and it was beautiful. The only problem was that the school had us travel by train there, and if you know how long the trip from Austria to France is, it's like a day of traveling. So when we were traveling overnight, we had to stop in Frankfurt for a few hours and have a layover there. And, guys, I never want to go to Frankfurt again. So we were sitting. It was a group of us girls, and there was a few guys with us. Um, but they disappeared for a little while in the train station. And we were sitting alone, and this guy walks up to us, and he starts asking us all of these questions about who we are and where we're from. And he figured out we were American, and it was so creepy. And we were all trying to figure out where the guys were frantically because, you know, this guy was just creeping us out and there were police officers walking around and the police officers finally got our attention and kind of just walked near the guy and the guy went away. So what ended up happening is we were all super tired and had nowhere to sit after McDonald's closed. So we sat in the middle of the train station, huddled all together in coats and the four guys with us, strong men guys, love good Catholic men, they stood around us in a circle for the entire night to make sure that we were safe and protected from all of these crazy people in the train station. So I thought you guys might enjoy that story. Absolutely love the podcast. God bless. Oh my goodness, Michelle. Okay. So at first I was like, shame on these men. Like (laughs) either way, like they should have kept at least one guy there, you know? Yeah. I was Um, thinking the same thing. I was like, what the heck? (laughs) Yeah, like this is, you know, this is not chivalrous. But then, you know, after that latter part, I was like, okay, this is what men are about. And you know what? You typically won't find that among non-Christian men. Like it is very rare to find men valuing women like that, you know, in that protective way. I feel like you don't really hear about that in secular culture. Um, And if it happens, I mean, great. Yeah. Like I would love for that to happen, but it reminds me of, you know, focus mission trips. I'm sure they did this when you're in Colombia and I was in Peru um, because we were on mission trips at the same time last. I can't believe that was only last spring, like two springs ago. That was 2019. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. And we were texting each other. We're like, we're both sick. Um, But I mean, they did this thing where, you know, men had to be in the front and men had to be in the back at all time, no matter Mm -hmm. where you were. We had that going too, and that's what it made me think of. I forget what it was called. It was like Shanghai too. Yeah, yeah. uh Uh-huh. I forgot what it's called, but like they do that where men (laughs) – 
shepherding. That's what you guys called it? No, but that's what it felt like a little bit. They were just yeah. like surrounding the group of women. Yeah, and there would be people on the sides too. Like uh-huh. women would be in the center. And uh-huh. there would be a man on the side, a man on the left, and then like three men in front, three men in back. That's typically how it was. And as it should be, the woman should feel protected, the woman should feel safe, and the men should mm-hmm. feel like they are able to once again provide and protect. So yep. if anything, I think it builds confidence for ev- for all people when, when you feel that way. Um, but I love that, that they just like huddle around you. And they feel purposeful then too because you're respecting, you know, these God-given tendencies for a man, we don't want to take that away from the man. We want to build that up for the man. Right. And I think that kind of opportunity makes, gives men a different sense, you know, a purpose, Mm -hmm. like a natural purposeful, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? No, I I totally agree. And I think too, that like, I genuinely felt safer in Colombia when they were doing that. And I also felt like a sense of like, this is so sweet. Like they're like this doesn't happen anymore. Like it was a different kind of chivalry that you like you just don't it's not just like, oh, he opened the door for me. It's like, no, like there's sketchy people out here. We're in a place that we don't know, and there are women, there are young women, and like it's a sense of like they understand our worth and they're willing to protect, I think. Yeah. In a yeah, deep way. I had like, I know it's like, oh yeah, well, they're just making sure that no creepy guys come around. But like honestly, as right. a girl that that had guys do that and stand around her and stuff, it's like that's what I felt it was. And it was sweet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I love that. And um what was I gonna say? Sorry, I got distracted because a car drove past with a really I like the song, the country song that's playing, and I was like, Oh shoot, I haven't heard that song. <laughs> um when you're going up, down, up, down, up. Oh, that down. is a good one. Oh, okay. So something happened. My roommate went to a dinner the other night and she was saying that these men cooked for her and her friends that came and they had it really nice. They like served them like very gourmet, like wine and they just served them. And I was like, I love when men can host and they host Mm -hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I just do. I think it just shows a tenderness and it's just not something we often hear. And I just love that. I love it. I exactly. Sweet. They did that at, um, for my like focus center in college, they had like a Valentine's day dinner where the men cooked it, hosted it and everything. Yeah. And the girls were served and it was so precious. Like it was like the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel like special. It's, it's nice. I love it. Okay. So, um, before we jump into another voicemail, gosh, I just love our voicemails so much. I know. I love our girls. You never know what you're going to get. You never know. It's always a surprise. Um, mm-hmm. Hollow. Um, yeah. You were using Hollow in a different way recently, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys know I'm here alone without Avery, um, but I also have the dogs. I have Carrie, and I got to get the dogs out every morning. But I also try to pray every morning because if I don't start my day in prayer, the day's probably just going to crumble and fall apart. So um, one morning, Mo is acting completely insane. And I'm like, you know what? Typically, I pray before I go on the walk because I can't focus as well on the walk. And then I was like, hallow. I have hallow. So I plugged hallow in and start walking these crazy dogs. And it just started praying. And it was like, Hail Mary full of grace. The Lord is with thee. And as Mo's like tugging me and yanking me along and I'm trying to like push the stroller with one hand and walk two dogs with the other while like give God my prayer time. And I just reminded myself like God just wants my effort. 
he just wants me effort. He knows my days. He knows what's going on in my life right now. And Hal is giving me the chance <laughs> to like somewhat peacefully and prayerfully do it all and give God that time and that effort. <laughs> and I just no, was I, love I was that. like, nothing else would be able to like, if Hallow didn't exist in that moment, and I was trying to pray the rosary by myself while two dogs were yanking me. Like nothing would keep me focused. I would forget yeah, what part of the Hail Mary I was yeah. on. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I was like, oh, shout out to Hallow in this moment. My gosh. <laughs> no, Hallow's best. And the voice, it's like, Hail Mary. I know. It's so soothing. I was like, okay, this is fine. Like in inwardly, I was My like heart very rate. composed. Uh-huh. Outwardly, I probably looked psycho because I'm being yanked in three different directions. But inwardly, I was like, yes, God, here is my prayer for today. <laughs> here we go. Well, Hallow, yeah, Hallow's a prayer app has over 500 prayers for Christians and Catholics. Um, and you can get a 30-day free trial. And once you're in, you're going to be like, wow, um, I need to do this every month. So 30-day trial. Trial? <laughs> I can't talk. Free trial. Trial, guys. I'm... <laughs> So I used to be dyslexic and anyway, this is different. Okay. 30 day free trial. You can go to hollow.com slash what in the dang heck for your 30 day free trial. Go to www.hollow.com slash what in the dang heck. Okay. Do you ever say that? I did it. You did um, it. My brothers used to say that and I feel like. Oh gosh. It's a boy thing, but I support oh, you saying it. Thank you. <laughs> If you eat makes me in the feel, of the house right now, so <laughs> if you eat makes you feel empowered, you eat, sister. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Just know I support you. I love you. Okay. <laughs> I love you now. Okay, Michaela, let's hear your voicemail. Hi, Megan Cecilia. This is Michaela from Maryland. So not too far from you, actually, Cece. All right, I have a travel story for you guys. Mine takes place the summer of 2017. So my family had planned a big vacation that we were all going to do together. It was an Alaskan cruise and a Seattle trip. So we were going to fly to Seattle and spend the day there and the night there and then board the cruise to Alaska the next day. So my parents did all of the planning, and my husband and I were just really happy to be jumping on board with everything. So we weren't really involved in the planning process. We just kind of knew the basics of where we needed to be, when we needed to be there, and we contributed our share. We booked our own flights, and that was basically all we knew. So the day comes to go. We had different flights than our the rest of our family, and ours had a layover in St. Louis. So we wake up very, very early, it's like 3.30 in the morning, go to the airport, we board our first flight to St. Louis, and as the plane is taking off, literally, my husband turns to me and asks, do we need our passports for this cruise? And I'm thinking, well, I don't know, we're not leaving the country, like passports were not even on my mind. Like, you have to know we're not cruise people, we're not big vacation people, we don't we don't take trips often, so this is totally out of my wheelhouse. Um, I'm thinking we're staying in the United States. Why would we need our passports? Again, my parents did most of the planning and had all the information. We never thought to ask about passports. They didn't tell us if we needed them or not. So this whole flight to St. Louis, we're just worried sick, thinking that we need our passports for this cruise, and we don't have them. 
we finally land, and as soon as we get off the plane, we start researching, we call my parents, and they confirm, yes, we do need our passports. We're just like, crap. We're in St. Louis, our passports are in Maryland, and we're supposed to be headed to Seattle to leave on a cruise ship the next day. We call the cruise line. There's no leeway. We absolutely need our passports. We start calling to see if we can get our passports shipped to our hotel in Seattle and, pay, like, paying for overnight shipping from, like, FedEx. And if somebody can do that for us, no. No one will ship that quickly. Our last and final option is for my husband to fly back to Maryland, get the passports, then get a flight to Seattle all in time to make our cruise departure. So there was a lot of freaking out. There was a lot of tears. But my tears actually did help to land my husband a spot on a flight back to Baltimore, Maryland. Michaela, that is disastrous. <laughs> I mean, oh, that test of marriage. Like, right. most, especially they they don't travel much. And then, like, you travel and that's what happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, that really tests a marriage. Talk about thank you thank you husband honestly i would have been a mess i i don't handle that kind of stuff well i'm like it's over it's done we're ruined it's over <laughs> i i think i handled that stuff with humor i would have been like um well i would have been ticked at my parents well that for not telling me. oh absolutely i'd have been like excuse when, me this seems like important information that I needed to have known before <laughs> right i wouldn't even have thought about the passport port thing mm -mm. i really wouldn't have and when they prefaced um, when when she prefaced like not uh, we were not involved in the planning process, I was like, oh no, what did her parents plan? Like, what did they do? But and I loved when she said like, you know, we're not cruise people, and I really do have to say, there's cruise families and there's non-cruise families. Yeah, like we all know a family that goes on cruises every year. Yep, and they're just a cruise family. Yep, I've never even been on a cruise. Apparently, I'm not a cruise kind of gal. I don't know. Yeah, I've never I don't know been what's on going one on either. I have no clue. I would never have known that you needed a passport, honestly. So yeah, me neither. Like I, I would go on a cruise because it's all inclusive. Like if I literally just wanted to chill and right. not explore, and I, you do get to explore, but it's on their time, not yours, right. which kind of stresses me out because I'm like, no, no, no. If I like something, I want to stay here because I paid for it. But you know, oh. you're gonna miss the boat. Um, not the world. The world, world doesn't revolve around you, Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's so true and like uh it's just so that would stress me the heck out though and then I would mm -hmm. probably laugh and be like well I'll see you in Seattle thanks yep. husband what a champ gosh I know what a, do you even need okay is it warm like are there parts of the cruise where you can like go swimming or like you know if you're going to Alaska it depends on the like what that you go to go on like there's got to be a pool or something on the cruise right. or some hot tubs or something but I mean that would be a ripoff oh I agree speaking of hot tubs speaking of hubs well speaking of we hubs both can't and talk hubs and hot tubs and pools and everything um steak is one of our newest favorite um swimsuit brands she's literally a genius because you know when we're like we were talking about this yesterday when we were planning on recording yesterday um when you're planning to go to like a wedding and you're trying to get a tan and you're like a bridesmaid and you have the strapless dresses and you're trying to get a tan and get rid of that like farmer's tan 
or tank top tan or whatever it is, bikini strap tan, and it's just like not happening. That's where I feel like Stakini would just beautifully come into my life and save the day. Yeah. Heck no. A lot of the times if I'm tanning, I'm tanning in my backyard. Yep. Heck no to like tanning in my backyard and then neighbors seeing me trying to nudge around with like, you know, you know, when you like you undo the straps in the back, like heck no to that because heck no to being terrified. You're going to accidentally expose yourself. Right. Right. Exactly. Or like trying to figure out. Yeah. It's just all not good. It's not a good situation. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Not good. And have, okay. Have you ever Googled bad tan lines? No. Like just 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 for some laughs? I was always an athlete. So I always had the shin guard tan line, which was not good. Oh oh my gosh. Talk about, give me that maxi dress. (laughs) Modesty. I love that. But yeah, Stakini, heck yes to seriously Stakini being the revolutionary backless strapless swimwear that really just stays in place and avoids those pesky tan lines. I mean, I burn a lot, but yeah, heck no to those pesky, you know, tan lines because like founder Stacy, she is Catholic mother of six and she was frustrated with the same annoyances and she just knew there had to be a better way. And she searched and searched and there wasn't a better way. She found the hole in the market and filled it. And that's what good business women do. Like go Mm -hmm. Stacy. Um, but yeah, there's a really, I can't wait for mine to come. There's a really cute skirt option and yeah, I'm oh, so excited I'm it. so pumped I got the high-waisted ones and I'm so pumped they're gonna be so cute yeah I know we're gonna have to tan in your backyard in Mexico that's so nice <laughs> yeah we'll do it in your little patch of grass that probably has dog poop everywhere <laughs> yep that'll be so nice but hey we won't have tan so lines nice. so winning <laughs> I know. Well, check out Stay Keeney Swimwear at Stay Keeney, S-T-A-Y-K-I-N-I Swimwear at Instagram. And then also, um, Stacey's looking for ambassadors to get involved with the program. So if you have a trip coming up or anything, definitely email hello at staykeeney.com for more details to get involved. I'm freaking out because it's 410 and Mass is at 430. Okay. Okay. Um, Megan has to go to church. So we're going to end this here. This ran a little bit long, but it's just because we had so much to talk about. So we will see you next week. And we love you guys and appreciate you guys. And next week, we actually have a guest on from the move. Oh, wait, wait. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. We have a guest on from the the movie movie Unplanned. So unplanned. Don't miss it. And if you guys haven't watched it, we're not going to tell you who you're having on, but Mm -hmm. if you guys haven't watched it, go on Amazon Prime and watch Unplanned. It's about abortion and it is so, so moving. I might actually Mm -hmm. watch it again tonight um, after I edit this, but watch Unplanned and we're going to have one of the people on Mm -hmm. next week. So super excited. Yeah. So fun. Okay. Well, we love you guys. We love you guys. Have a good night. Thanks. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week.
I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. What in the dang heck?